5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. Happy Monday, everybody. We're going to jump right back into our topics and looking at these encounters with Jesus. And in John uh, we're going to continue in that gospel, and in John chapter 11, we get the familiar, another familiar story um, as the raising of Lazarus. So a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters, Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother, brother Lazarus was sick, so the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear friend is very sick. But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God, so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea. But his disciples objected. Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Are you going there again? Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, people can walk safely. They can see because they have the light of this world. But at night, there is a danger of stumbling because they have no light. Then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he will soon get better. They They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sakes I'm glad that I wasn't there, for now you will really believe. Come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too and die with Jesus. When Jesus arrived in Bethany, he was told uh, that Lazarus had already been in his grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. Yes, Martha said, he will rise when everyone else rises at the last day. Jesus told her, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Yes, Lord, she told him, I have always believed you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one who has come into the world from God. Then she returned to Mary. She called Mary aside from the mourners and told her, the teachers here wants to see you. So Mary immediately went to him. Jesus had stayed outside the village at the place where Martha uh, met him. When the people were at the house consoling Mary, saw her leave so hastily, they assumed she was going to Lazarus's grave to weep, so they followed her there. When Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Where have you put him? They told him, Lord, come and see. Then Jesus wept. The people who were standing nearby said, see how much he loved him. But some said, this man healed a blind man. Couldn't he have kept Lazarus from dying? Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb, a cave with a stone rolled across its entrance. Roll the stone aside, Jesus told them. 
But Martha, the dead man's sister, protested, Lord, he's been dead for four days. The smell will be terrible. Jesus responded, Didn't I tell you that you will see God's glory if you believe? So they rolled the stone aside. And then Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, thank you for hearing me. You always hear me. But I said it out loud for the sake of all these people standing here so that you will believe, they will believe you sent me. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out, his hands and feet bound in grave clothes, his face wrapped in a headcloth. Jesus told them, unwrap him and let him go. Now, I know that was 44 verses of the Lazarus story, but there's, you know, so many interesting dynamics that are found within there. So first you get that, yes, he was friends with Mary and Martha and Lazarus. He was just good friends. Now, when he gets word of it, like they send him a letter or send him a message, so however they send messages, right? You know, they might send somebody to go and and find Jesus, to deliver the message. Now, that message gets to Jesus, probably, you know, I mean, it takes a little bit of time to send those kinds of messages. It's not a text message. It's not an instant message. Um, It takes time. Jesus gets it, and this is where it's a little bit confusing, because he hears the message, Lazarus is sick, and he says, and he cares for them. I mean, it says it right there in the text, but he waits. And yet, at a certain point in time, it's like, oh, yeah, uh, Lazarus has gone to sleep. Let's go wake him up. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, if he's sleeping, then he's going to get better. We don't really have to rush. And Jesus is like, all right, guys, like I was a, you know, that was a picture for you. Like he's not sleeping. He's dead. Like, let's go wake him up. And this is, you know, parts of the confusing pieces because when you, you know, when they find, when Jesus finally kind of gets everybody gathered and when they go, you know, Martha's out there meeting him and Martha says, you know, if you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Same thing that happens in the same, you know, phrase, you know, is like Mary says, if, you know, if you would have been here, he wouldn't have died, you know, and, and there's that exchange that's happening. I mean, they, they have lots of faith and trust in Jesus and they think, like, I don't know why you weren't here. Why weren't you present in this moment of his sickness? Because it, we, I believe it would have been better. And yet you, you weren't here. Where were you? And I think that's a really often, you know, a, a many times, you know, within our own suffering and when our own trials and, and difficulties, we still believe that same thing. Where, where were you, God, in the midst of this? Almost acting as if God can't be present in our, like if God was there, like bad things wouldn't happen. And that's, you know, it's not... God who's, you know, creating all of the bad and then like, hey, I'm of course I'm going to be here for it because, you know, I'm, you know, like, no, I mean, but God doesn't also like sit here and and uh, like if there's bad coming, God can't be like, oh, I can't be around bad, you know, like almost like somebody who's afraid of blood. I got to get out of here. I've got to retreat. Nope. God sticks around for the mess. And God is there as it says that he comforts the brokenhearted, that he comforts those who grieve, that he comforts those who are hurting. So, of course, God's not going to leave Mary and Martha in this mess. But they just believed that he was gone, that he wasn't there. 
Now, Jesus gets to a lot of the heart of, of many things, and we're not going to have time to dig through all of it. Maybe we'll do a part two tomorrow. But what Jesus is even, you know, trying to get, you know, and what we kind of see with this exchange is when they get there, there's like this anger that Jesus has. And he's, you know, it says that there was anger like inside him, like welling up inside him, almost like a, a fountain ready to explode. And you're saying, what is he so angry about? Why is Jesus angry when he was the one that waited? Why is Jesus so angry? I mean, like almost like they he, he should have they should have just left Lazarus in the bed, you know, and waited for Jesus to come. No, they believed Lazarus was dead, and they're like, "This is what happens when somebody dies." I mean, he's been in the grave for four days. And, you know, so, but there's this, that, that is an interesting dynamic to me because it's like Jesus was angry, that anger welled up in him. And then it says, and then Jesus wept. So we see humanity in Jesus. You know, there's so much of like the, the divinity that we can also see. I mean, Jesus is confident, like Jesus knows when Lazarus dies, right? He's like, Gee, Lazarus has fallen asleep. Um, meaning Lazarus is dead. Like he knows when that has occurred, and yet it's when he's there, when he's present, you know, at the at the grave, it's as Jesus wept. And you're thinking, what does Jesus weep over? Now, books have been written on a, on the smallest phrase in the scriptures, right? It's one verse. Then Jesus wept. And it's a moment that we catch a glimpse of the humanity of the Christ. That there is also a relational understanding to the Christ. Jesus wasn't just like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's this, and don't worry. Um, you know, but he's, I think weeping over the fact that death is here not that he 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 knows that he can't you know he's not going to call Lazarus out of the grave but it's in this moment that he's he's weeping over death separation and he's saying I want to give you a glimpse that of of something that death will never be able to do now, not everyone was raised from the dead. There's only a few moments in, in all of the scriptures where you're seeing people raised from the dead, and yet here's a, you know, a, a moment that Jesus says, the reason why, I mean, is like, when you believe in me, death is not the victor. Death will not win. And that's good news for followers of Jesus. When, you're, when we trust in Christ, when we trust in the Messiah, the Messiah says death doesn't win here. And I don't want to see death ever win. And I know you don't want to see death ever win. And that's a good thing in this encounter that, you know, I mean, Lazarus is gone. You know, Lazarus wasn't necessarily the one even, you know, interacting with the Christ. And yet it's here in those moments that it's Lazarus comes out and he's like, you know, covered in grave clothes. And he's like, okay, like, you know, what did I miss? And that's the moments that we see Jesus has victory over death. He has victory over death already. He shows it already and gives the, the disciples a glimpse, the people of this town a glimpse, Mary and Martha a glimpse. And he says, I want to show you that I have victory over death even before Jesus dies and rises again. This gives us hope. This gives us a confidence in the great victory of Jesus.
All right, I'm going to end there for today. I know it was a little bit longer, but uh, we'll see if um, there's some other things within there that may be a part two tomorrow. So, all right, everybody, take care. Mm -hmm.